Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It is called Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Toledano. It is an insider look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on hot topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. So check out Point Game with John Wall and C.J. Teladano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny. Executive producer of Insecure, Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Time to wake up. DJ Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. The voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for, like, news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do. Just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. They're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MB. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. And you are listening to the last days of the Breakfast Club as you know it. Do we have that at the drop yet? Not yet? Oh, we do? Oh, today? Today we get the drop? Okay. How y'all feeling this morning? I feel good. How you feeling? I feel good, but I feel tender, man. I feel tender. I feel tender this morning, but in a good way. I probably need to uh, call my therapist to get in because I didn't have an appointment set up for the day. But I do. I feel tender this morning, but, but where, in a good way. Where's tender? Like, is it like when? Like, what's tender about you? 
my heart feels tender. My my soul feels tender, okay? I think it's something to do with the moon. It's one of those days if I, I'm sure when I drink tequila at some point this weekend, I'll cry for wanna, no reason. You want a hug? No, I don't want no hug. <laughs> I said I feel tender in a good way, man. I ain't sad. Okay, I'm happy, actually. I feel good. Just, I just feel tender this morning. How you That's feeling? You, you, do you feel tender? Yeah, you? tender could go either way. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I'm in Martha's Vineyard still, but I'm coming home today, finally. So I've been out here doing some things with Ciroc. It's African-American Film Week. And I actually did a panel yesterday with Regina Hall. She is hilarious. Is she? But she has her own production company now. Yeah, uh, yep, 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 yep. She sure does. That is is a fact. That is a fact. Mm -hmm. Who we got on the show today, man? Because today uh, we actually have a couple of my favorites on the show today. Like a couple of my favorite individuals. Okay, we have favorite talents. Tink and Hitmaker. You know, Youngberg and Tink will be joining us this morning. Hitmaker isn't one of those favorite people that I'm talking about. Tink is. Tink is, yes. Dropping the clues bombs for Tink. Okay? And I appreciate appreciate Hitmaker. I'm just being honest. Like, you know, I I said two of my favorites, my personal favorites. Tink is one of them. And I. I appreciate Hitmaker, but this other person that we have on the show this morning is who I'm talking about. 50 Cent will be joining us this morning. Fifth. Dropping the clue bombs. For Curtis, 50 Cent Jackson. Curtis, he'll be uh, joining us this morning. Let me tell you something. Uh, you know, I've had plenty of conversations with Fifth, you know, worked with Fifth on on his TV show, stuff like that before. But, you know, I don't know why yesterday I was just, I, it, it hit me like, 50 Cent is like a different level of legend. Yeah, he is. Like, there's, there's levels to this legend thing. Like, we throw the word legend around, and there are, you know, legends, but there's different, there's levels to legends. Yeah, He's absolutely. a forever number one seed when it comes to being a legend. Absolutely. <laughs> like, he, he moves different. Yeah, he, he just moves different. Fifth moves different. Everything from, you know, you know, the music is unquestionable, right? TV. But then you just think about... What everybody's doing now, as far as like the internet and uh, rappers being personalities, Fifth kind of started all of that. Mm, yeah, think about it. Yeah, he kind of started all of that way, way back. But this is Fifty and all of that stuff like that. So and yeah, and everything he's doing in television and just who he is, man, he's different. Absolutely, <laughs> it's only one Fifty. My guy, yes, he, he's he's definitely different. So we're gonna be kicking it with Fifty, but let's get the show cracking. Front page news: What we talking about? Yes, let's talk about it. And the NBA. They're going to be honoring Bill Russell. They're retiring the number six across the entire league. Okay, we'll get into that next. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. 
State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. How do we level the playing field for all entrepreneurs? 55% of white businesses survive the startup phase, while only 4% of black businesses do the same. So I want every black entrepreneur to know about the One Million Black Businesses Initiative. The One Million Black Businesses Initiative is an award-winning program created by Shopify and Operation Hope. They're on a mission to start, grow, and scale 1 million black businesses by 2030, driving wealth creation for the black community. Out of 6 million employer-owned businesses in the U.S., only 2.3% have black ownership. This program gives black entrepreneurs tools and resources to level the playing field, from free business coaching to tailored training and extended free Shopify trial. Shopify's made a 10-year, multi-million dollar commitment to the program, and it's working. The initiative already started, supported, and engaged with over 334,000 black businesses, helping them operate businesses that sell anything from skateboards to coffee beans to apparel. Business owners love this program. Simone Harvin, founder of SC Creative Group, says, The 1 million black businesses experience for me was unlike any other program I've been a part of, primarily because it was for us and it was by us. Here at Drink Champs, we are always interacting with our listeners, many being black entrepreneurs. Shopify is one of those platforms that empowers and emboldens entrepreneurship. So chart your own path for business success with the 1 Million Black Businesses Initiative and Shopify. Bring your business to Shopify with an exclusive offer at shopify.com slash B-E-N, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash B-E-N. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, in sports, Bill Russell's number six to be retired across the NBA following the legend's death. So, uh, they're going to retire the number six jersey. Not for everybody, though. 17 players uh, still get to keep it. LeBron James is one of them. I don't know how they pick and choose. 
who gets to steal away the jersey. I'm sure people who have well, the they just can't issue leave. it again. Yeah, they just won't yeah, be issued again. You can, continue, you can continue to wear it, but the number can't be issued again. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And I'm sure, uh, I'm sure they'll, they'll retire Michael Jordan's jersey 23 the same way. I wonder why. They I think they already. No, they haven't done. No, they haven't. Done Michael. I wonder why they never did that for Michael. I don't know why Michael Jordan not the logo of the league. To be Absolutely. But, you know, I mean, if people say Kobe, too, for sentimental reasons. But, I, if, you know, we being objective. Michael Jordan should be the logo of the league. He might own it, might not want it. He got his own. That's ish. true. But right. salute to uh, Bill Russell. Absolutely. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah, this is the first time the NBA has done this. Mm. Didn't know that. Because mm-hmm. I think that in the Major League Baseball, they only did it for Jackie Robinson, right? That's the only one that's totally retired. I think Jackie Robinson. And, a, and in the NHL, they've done that for Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky, yeah. Okay. What else we got, Easy? All right. Well, let's talk about Donald Trump. So the Attorney General Merrick Garland said he is the person that decided to do this search warrant that Donald Trump keeps on saying has been a witch hunt for him. And he, uh, he, Donald Trump also said yesterday that he would not oppose uh, actually making the warrant public so we can see exactly what was going on and <laughs> what was seized here is Merrick Garland speaking on that decision. First, I personally approve the decision to seek a search warrant in this matter. Second, the department does not take such a decision lightly. The former president publicly confirmed the search that evening, as is his right. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. They protect the American people from violent crime, terrorism, and other threats to their safety while safeguarding our civil rights. They do so at great personal sacrifice and risk to themselves. You know, I, I, when he says things like that, yeah, he might be right, but we have to address the history of the FBI because the FBI has not been that for black people in black civil rights movements. It was actually weaponized against those civil rights figures and those civil rights movements. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when I hear him say that, I'm like, he's not talking to us. And I thought about this, right, because we talked about this on my talk show last night, a uh, hell of a week mm-hmm. on Comedy Central. The FBI is not moving on this case like they do everyone else. All what I've seen mean? my whole life is that when the feds come, it's over. Correct. When the feds raid your house, when the feds pull up on you, they got you. The fact that the feds raided Magalago and no arrests were made lets me know they're not moving with the same energy that they do uh, everybody else. They don't know how to punish whiteness in this country because those institutions, like the FBI, were not created to punish whiteness. They were created to punish and police marginalized communities, people like us. Well, Donald Trump said, not only will I not oppose the release of documents related to the un-American, unwarranted, and unnecessary raid and breaking of my home in Palm Beach, Florida, Mar-a-Lago, I am going a step further by encouraging the immediate release of those documents. If he got them, put them on, um, put them on Truth Social. That's but, his social media platform. But you know, the, the, another reason that you said that is most of the time when the feds come in, they have to make sure the issue's right because now they're dealing with, you know, somebody that's a billionaire that can fight them back. But that's my point. You know like I mean? when they when they pull up on your house like we, that. We ain't got billions. So so they, they can pretty much do what they want to do. <laughs> but usually they already got the case. You're right. When the feds come when the feds come, they're not coming to ask questions. The feds already got you. They've been monitoring you, watching you. They got the evidence they need, you're going to jail. And they, and they kinda they kinda, and which is crazy, they kinda gotta walk on eggshells with, with, with Donald Trump because they because know he's, he's about- because he's powerful Correct. and he's white Correct. and he's rich. Correct. And once again these institutions were not yes. created to punish old white men like him correct they were created to punish people like us absolutely 
They don't even know what to do with him. How do you punish whiteness? They, <laughs> they don't even know. know. <laughs> they don't even know. They was like, damn, we know he did something wrong. But we're not used to doing this. We don't even be locking his type he, up. He made us feel bad. He was like, they broke into my safe. I was like, oh, my goodness. Oh, not the safe. I felt bad for him for like, a second. Like, we don't want to set this precedent now. Right. We're going to start <laughs> locking up a rich, old, white, privileged men now. Not in America. All right. Well, that is your front page news. That's all I'm saying. I'm over here throwing my hands up in the air. Get it off your chest. Like, think I'm me, got me feeling I'm, like I'm crazy. I'm like, I know I'm not crazy. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Again, 800-585-1051. And don't forget, 50 Cent will be joining us this morning. Also, Tink and Heatmaker. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? This is Derek. How we doing? How we doing? What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Okay, so listen, y'all got to give me a minute because I'm about to get it all off. But I'm going to be quick and swift with it and make it real clear. So, boom. Was a truck driver 10 years. Decided to get that up. People don't pay attention on the road. Wind up getting in the Ford. And they do a 10-hour shift, 10-plus. So they do damn near 11, right? Mm -hmm. Now, at some point, they done dropped all the restrictions for COVID. You know, COVID's still a thing. We get that. We understand that. But come on now. You're working us to death. Like, we're coming back tomorrow. Don't keep the stronghold on us like that. Somebody got to come in and tell them, hey, push it back to eight. You know, everybody just can't be puppies. So my thing with that is some people love it and some people don't. They need to take a poll or something. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. I saw that yesterday, the CDC. So the CDC in, ended a test to stay for schools and they relaxed COVID rules. What does that mean exactly? Like, we we, we, gotta, we don't have to test everywhere we go now? Some places here require, if it's an if it's individually owned institution, mm-hmm. they can set their own rules. Just like people, uh, just like institutions or establishments that require masks and some didn't. Some only followed the CDC guidelines. Some had their own guidelines. I am very so upset about this. Because yesterday we had a very, very important guest that I wanted to sit down and have a conversation <laughs> with. And we couldn't have her up because somebody in her entourage tested positive for COVID. And I said, so what? Bring her up. <laughs> and they wouldn't bring her up. Okay? I'm upset okay, about now, this. Now, now, let me get this off my chest. Uh, uh, Angela Lee, Angela Lee, I'm going to miss you. It's Angela Yee. Uh, I'm gonna Yee. Tune Yee. 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 Okay. I'm going to miss you. Uh, I'm going to tune in to all your, all your new the upcoming adventures. And we wish you the best here in the D. You know, we always rooting for you. you. We see you around here a lot. We know you party with us. So uh, we always tip our hat to you. Uh, Charlemagne, Thank I need you. a book from you, brother. I got you. I'm gonna get your address. I'm gonna send you something, brother. All right. Now you and you, hey, when Angela Yee leaves, you and DJ Envy cut all that uh, funny business out, man. Man, what? we about oh, to yeah, get. You know, people bro. people feel like it's full throttle when Sally. What Sally's. funny business are you talking about, bro? Funny no, is no, the no, key no, word. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I'm gonna tell y'all something. I'm, I'm gonna give you the address. I'm gonna tell you something so the other callers can get through. But check this out. Address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm gonna send a book. I'm trying to build myself. But I got listen, you. Check this out. Uh, both y'all are almost like considered political figures, right? What? So when you, you y'all y'all are almost considered like political figures. You're not political, not not in a politician type way, but people admire y'all. Y'all they listen to y'all, especially you. 
uh, uh, Charlamagne, because you're well into mental health and people look up to that. So when y'all do that funny business thing, man, you confuse people. The funny, funny the, business first of all, the funny business is good for my mental health. I love loving on my brother. We should be able to love on each other without, wow. you know, anybody thinking anything yeah, but funny. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but you got to remember you at work. I mean, I know it's... You at work. work. You know, I mean, <laughs> but hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. We're going to put you on hold. He said, you got to remember you at work. Yeah. Do that in your free time, not at work. You know what it is? Toxic masculinity has reigned supreme so much that when you see a black man loving on another black man, you think they gay. And they might be, but so what? <laughs> <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Power 105.1. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. This program is sponsored by BetterHelp. You have a lot on your mind. BetterHelp makes it easy to find a licensed therapist suited to your needs. Get 10% off your first month of online therapy at B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash the In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements along with funding programs like Project Ready, a national urban league program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. 
Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, R. Kelly's a longtime living girlfriend who allegedly might be his fiance, Joycelyn Savage, is going to be writing a tell-all book about her relationship with R. Kelly. In an email to the Post, she did confirm the book will be called Love and Joy of Robert, and it will be published tomorrow on Saturday. She said, all I can say is that it is about Robert, the beginning of my life and Robert's shadow, where things began to take off and where they are currently going. Okay, so we don't know whether or not they're engaged, but she said everything will be answered in her book. Okay. Yeah, should be interesting. I'll try to make sure I get my hands on it this weekend Mm -hmm. so we can talk about it Monday. All right. All right. And people are upset about Britney Spears for a post that she wrote to Kevin Federline, her ex. And, you know, he had posted these recordings of their two sons together of Britney Spears arguing with them and she attempted to give an explanation of why and in the post she was just talking about teenagers who are just hard to deal with at that age they were 11 and 12 at the time and she said but come on there's being rude then there's being hateful they would visit me walk in the door go straight to their room and lock the door and so then she goes on to say that she would ask to see the kids and wouldn't get a response for sometimes two or three days but the part that people are upset about is she's talking about how there's a lot of weed being smoked at Kevin Federline's house. And she said, we will, she said, uh, when, when can we see you? So as much as, so as much of you watch what he refers to as his family, as a perfect Brady Brunch family, I can guarantee you that house has more weed than ludicrous 50 Cent, Jay-Z, and Puff Daddy combined. Hey. I was People offended by that. that. She named dropped all these black people. I was offended by that because she ain't named nobody that's a notorious smoker. She ain't Snoop. say Snoop Dogg. She ain't say Wiz Khalifa. When when when, when do we associate weed with Ludacris, oh, 50 Cent, uh, Jay-Z, and Diddy? Yeah, that doesn't no, sound right. Stop. No. Knock it off. That's what offended me more than anything. Like, damn, at least know your hip-hop artist. Yeah, that just sounds dumb. Now, if she just said Snoop, we'd have been like, oh, all right. If she said Snoop or Wiz, I understand. Like, those people are synonymous with marijuana. Currency. Like, (laughs) you just named named four random people that aren't even associated with marijuana. Like, stop. 
Yeah, so people were like, oh, you're just going to name all these black people, all these black rappers? That's what it seemed like. Uh, all right, and Kathy Hilton has had to apologize and explain why she mistook Lizzo for Precious. And this was while she was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And here is what happened during that incident. I feel like I do, Precious. No, that's not <laughs> Uh, that is Lizzo. She is precious, though. Lizzo's precious. That's like what I call her. Lizzo uh, is her precious. precious to me. Yes. <laughs> no, Lizzo is precious. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Well, her explanation, she said, the screen was so far away and my vision is terrible. <laughs> if you recall, I couldn't even make out who Justin Timberlake or Melissa Etheridge was. I don't think she was trying to be funny, yo. You really thought she was precious. I think she really made an honest, honest mistake. And the, and the worst part about that mistake is that, well, I guess not. She don't know that gap. She don't know Gabourey Sidibe. She only knows her as precious. You Correct. know what I mean? Maybe Correct. if she would have said Gabourey Sidibe, then people probably wouldn't have been so offended but, by it. Well, she, people are I'm sure people were offended, right? It was backlash. By, I'm that, sure. Right? Yeah, yeah. People were upset. Oh, plenty. Yeah, yeah I think if she, I think if she would have said Gabourey Sidibe, it would have been. She probably doesn't different. know her. As that she knows she her, knows like her as precious. precious, yeah. And I think when she said precious, it comes off as a joke, but she probably don't know that she don't know Gabrielle Sidibe's real name or precious is real name. What the, you know what the hell I mean? I know All right, now a pastor in North Carolina is upset about Beyonce's song "Church Girl" and did a sermon about it. I saw that she got some backlash, but then I also saw a lot of positivity. People saying, you know, I had some issues and I was thinking about like you know church and what I do and judgment and all of that so some people say that song really helped them but this pastor is saying that that song is trash here's what he had to say the only thing i can account for some of this stuff is somebody done sold their soul to the devil now all i can say to you is this when you sell your soul to the devil you get the short end of the stick because you you're not gonna live but so long and when you leave here where you're going you're going to be there forever it's not a good deal I don't care what he gives you. But this piece of trash, that's release. And she named it Church Girl. Now, I had thought to try to read the lyrics to you, but I struggled to listen to them. It's too bad. It's too bad. It's not for public consumption. I drop it like a thought. Drop it like a thought. I said, no, pop it like a thought. Pop it like a thought. Knock it off, Pastor. What is he talking about? That's why when people say yeah. only God can judge me, I say, yeah, right. That's all humans do is judge, especially religious folks. Yeah, that's the whole point of the song, I yes. think, is to not be judged. Church girls acting loose, bad girls acting snotty. Twerk that ass like you came up from the South, girl. Hey. I said, now drop it like drop a thought. Drop, like drop it like a thought. Drop it like a thought. Hey. Bad girl acting Man, shut up, man. man you messing up the song. Still singing it all slow like you, you've been in Houston too long, man. You chopping and screwing the song. <laughs> Listen, religious folks are so damn judgmental. Do not judge or you too will be judged. Matthew 7, 1, 2. Religious folks don't give a damn about that scripture. And crazy part about that song is Beyonce is showing the whole totality of people. We are all the perfect balance of ratchetness and righteousness. And I saw church girls in real life. I done told y'all this story. Bishop T.D. Jake's 65th B-Day party. Drop on the clues bombs with Bishop T.D. Jake's, okay? Those folks at the Potter House know how to get down. You hear me? When 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 D Nice played uh, uh blow the whistle by Too Short, my favorite. Dang. All them church folks knew what Too Short favorite word was. And guess what? That's fine. We all the perfect balance of righteousness and righteousness. Who perfect? 
And that's not even being imperfect just because you would want to drop it like a thotty. Drop it like a thotty. Hey, hey, hey. All right. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Play the song. Let's play the song. You play, play, it in, play it in its entirety. Yeah, play the song. Can we you play it in its entirety? Yeah, why not? Can you put, can you put the song in? Come on, man. Yeah, right? Drop the next Drake record. I know that's what you're about no, to no, play. No, no, no. We're about to play We about to play Beyonce. I know, but you, you probably had another Drake record. What y'all had scheduled to play? It's Little Baby. Top it out. Okay. All right. Come on. Church Girls. We'll play Top It Out that's and right. we're going to play it. It's The Breakfast God Club. God wants morning. us to play this record this morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When it's time to get with someone special, the best way to do it is with Magnum Large Size Condoms. That gold foil wrapper is a badge of honor and it means you're protected. And you take care of things with comfort. Accept no substitutes. Bring the pleasure with the gold standard. Magnum Large Size Condoms. Kick your ass because it ain't your face. Hey, the, the, the line I love in that record, nobody can judge me but me. But that's not true. Always, but all, People will judge you all day long. But just remember, judgmental folks... Judging a person does not define who they are. It defines who you are. All okay? right. I well, love we, that record, man. We're the perfect balance of ratchetness and righteousness. All right. Well, we are the Breakfast Club. Let's get some Drop it like a thotty. Yeah, you. Not me. What <laughs> <laughs> we got to eat? This guy's crazy. All right. Well, let's talk about, you know, we still do have COVID-19. And the CDC has announced that they are going to be loosening these restrictions. So as far as the guidance for quarantines and social distancing, they no longer recommend individuals stay at least six feet apart to reduce the risk of exposure. Uh, The guidance was in place since the start of the pandemic, but because of widespread vaccination or previous infection, they believe that most of the United States has at least some immunity. So no more of those six feet apart rules. Now, they also said the new guidelines dictate that contact tracing only needs to be enforced at hospitals or at high risk population living situations like nursing homes. So some of the guidance is the same, like if you come into contact with somebody who tested positive for COVID, then you go ahead and get tested, too. But when it comes to quarantining, people who have been exposed but are not infected do not need to quarantine. And if you have tested positive, you should stay home for at least five days. But if you have more moderate or severe cases, isolate for 10 days. So it's over, y'all. Got it? It's over, y'all. So so what are they saying? I don't have to stand six feet away. And if I catch COVID, what I got to do? If you have it, if you're if it's not too severe, stay home for five days. If it is mod- if it is severe or moderate, then ten days. It's over, y'all. We've moved but on. But if you are exposed and you're negative, you don't need to quarantine. We've moved on. Oh, you don't have to Got quarantine. It? Oh man, we just oh man. Listen, hey. If you're negative, hey, it's over. All right, we've moved on. The social experiment is done. They know y'all don't care. So, so we, please, we don't have to test anymore to come up here, right? When the last time you tested to come you up don't. here, Envy? Yeah, don't test now. I'm so mad about that guest that couldn't come up here yesterday because of this that stupid ass COVID protocol. Okay, if we lost out on such a phenomenal guest yesterday, at least phenomenal to me. Yeah, okay, the, the guest didn't have COVID, but somebody with them did, and we couldn't let him up. But did they reschedule that, that, Eddie? Yes. If that was the case, we would have let him up there for soon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. For soon. For soon. <laughs> For soon. <laughs> Listen, please, iPhone, stop sending me that dumbass notification that I came in contact with people with COVID. All right. It clearly doesn't matter no more. The CDC <laughs> says so. They drop restrictions like a thotty thotty. Anybody asking you to do COVID tests now, they just flirting, especially if it's the anal swap. All right, and mortgage rates are above 5% once again after dipping below that for the first time in months a week earlier. So right now, the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is about 5.22%, and that's up from 4.99% the week before. So, you know, still uh, kind of high. Very high. <laughs> for people who are looking to buy a home. Yep. Mm-hmm. But people are still buying. All right, well, that is your... 
Yeah, people are still buying. If you can listen, if you can get a great deal, a great deal is a great deal no matter what. Yeah, people are still looking for housing. There's still a, a shortage of housing, so people are still buying. Interest rates are still high, but you can, you know, still find some some good deals right now. Prices are coming down a little bit. Drop it like a thought it. Drop it like a thought it. Hey. Prices right. dropping like a thought it. Right, Drop well, it like that is a your front page news. All right, when we come back, 50 Cent will be joining us. We're going to keep The legend. 50. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. The GOAT, oh, the man. legend. 50 Cent. It got me up bright and early. Fifth, what up? What's going on? Oh, man, everything good, man. No complaints. How do you feel to be back in New York, man? Man, it feel good, man. The city, the city's good. As long as you ain't watching YouTube to see the news clips about everybody. Word. That's true. Right. Things is going on out here. Mm-hmm. You yeah. look like you got back in the gym heavy, bro. I'm, I back, you know, they say I was fat. It was yeah, a Super Bowl performance. Super Bowl performance. Trust me, that <laughs> bothers me, man. <laughs> did he? Did it really bother me? <laughs> bother me. Yeah, because I was like, what are you talking about? I'm not fat. Like, I got, I'm got. i going to show you a picture I, I took with Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess it's the angle because I was coming up. So you see, like, it looked a little wider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they got they got that and they ran with it. But, you know, like I'm, look, I'm looking like... Nah, I, I fluctuated a lot throughout mm-hmm. my through my run. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and it's just my body type. I can be security, bro. What? I can be too big. <laughs> oh, this and it's so I had to, you know, start training and working out and stuff. Been regular stuff, but mm-hmm. I just made sure I did it every morning because they said that to me. <laughs> now, how's it back on the road? You know, the last two, three years, you've been doing nothing but movies and shows. And now you're back on the road. How does that feel yeah. to be out performing it's crazy. again? Like, you know, look, hip hop is now old enough for them to start to treat us like we treat it. The uh, real pop stars, right, right, right. you know, like with, with Prince and, and and Mike and them, when they was, they would just say, um, "I'm performing today," and the show would go up and sell out that mm-hmm. day. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, and then internationally, I'm getting an ill response to the things like everything sold out. Like when I went out there, like, and it's because I laid the groundwork. Like during mm-hmm. Get Rich or Die Trying and mm-hmm. the Massacre, those projects was taking two years for me to come with the next album because I spent the whole year after I released it touring. Mm-hmm. You know, so because I was going everywhere, like Croatia, Mumbai, India, mm-hmm. like Kosovo, like mm-hmm. I was everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like everywhere that they would, I wanted all of the flags that M had on that Marshall Mathers album. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That plaque. So I was like, I know I'm going to have to go door to door to get it, but I'm going to go in the association to M help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I went out there and did all of that. But now, now it feels good because I'm able to go out there and do those things and people really responded to it and I'm so seasoned the performance now mm-hmm. it's like it's easy right, right, right. you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I'm running out and it's like oh hold on, hold on. boom I'm like yeah I could do it again tonight if I had to. <laughs> does it make you feel celebrated and appreciated because Fifth you a, you a different type of legend yeah. like there's levels to legends you know, you're a different type of legend you gotta change you can't stay the same way right, 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 right. you know what I'm saying right. like I'm looking going the things that I I, I got off on in the beginning Charlamagne it, ch- it changed dramatically like now the look the simplicity in writing music mm-hmm. is a key to it so like go shorty it's your birthday it's what comes what I'm feeling when I'm hearing the record mm-hmm. and then the reasons where people have a specific reason to want to enjoy themselves when it's your birthday mm-hmm. and we're here we mm-hmm. want to have a good time mm-hmm. so I'll put that in it but you, when you think about it in television is it's almost never right the first time. Mm-hmm. Like they write it and then they get the notes from the executives and it comes down with different, so it kind of morphs into something different. And it's choices. So if creatively, if you make, if you go, okay, I'm going left here and they go, but you could have went right. 
And you say, yeah, I could have did that, but the, it was a creative choice. Mm -hmm. But they, that example, if they don't give you that example of what you could have did, they don't know why they're receiving that, why they're being paid. Yeah. So they give you that example and then the artists change it and it just changes. So it makes me not creatively want to be a part of the, the writing process because mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a very tedious process. You got to know so many details about the story mm -hmm. before you get started that it's like, I'd rather feed the writer information be a part of the you know the whole creative idea but let them handle that part because there's so many changes and stuff until it works mm -hmm. then you start to see less and less notes gotcha as the project is more and more successful you but do you feel saying? celebrated fifth I ain't I do, I do. <laughs> fifth don't like love fifth don't like the kid love. No, that's a do skill you? that's a skill Charlotte. <laughs> see you guys see, i've been doing this for a long time I answer how I want to answer, <laughs> and I come back and I say what I want to say. So you look and you go, "Nah, I do feel celebrated." Right. I, even when you see the new versions, like when you see like Dirt mm -hmm. and these these other artists that come out that have that um, like the element that is coming straight out of the environment. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you look like, and this is pure Chicago, which you which you get from them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at, it, I'm like, and I, I was turned on to them so early because I, I remember I was. Crazy about Chief Keef in the mm -hmm. beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Chief Keef first came, they thought Chief Keef was retarded. He wasn't retarded. He just didn't know. <laughs> he just didn't know what they was talking right, about. Right, he right. was like, yo, nah. Like, what they talking about? He, see, he know the environment, how to survive and function there. Mm -hmm. And it was in a whole new world with this this actual business. You know what I'm saying? But once you get a chance to to kind of know them, you you start to like them because they're not like the the music. What the music is saying is not who they actually are. Like that's And it's the same thing with me too. Or you wouldn't be able to grow past those points mm -hmm. you would just mm -hmm. look the guy who does exactly what i'm saying and does mm -hmm. is is that is not successful anymore. are you doing are you doing another album i heard that you might be doing one last album and i heard you working on it. is there any true to that yeah i started working on some things like and, is and it look, the last one though it may not be the last album it may be broken up into something that goes out with one of the television shows you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, but creatively, mm -hmm. I just said, "Nah, I want to do something," and I, I got all the vehicles that I needed to do. I got 25 television shows, so Correct. I could just put uh, here's the EP connected to this and let it rock without having the pressure of it being a full album and and all that. Because, like, look, if you look, when the last time you seen the actual numbers on the sales of a record? Like, you see Kanye say put it on something device, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And so you can't see the actual can't number. Can't see the numbers, right? And that, that's because if you see the number, you go, oh, wait a minute. You ain't as hot as you used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially mm -hmm. when you have a huge, successful sales record. Mm -hmm. So they're avoiding that number by putting it on a device or, or putting it through title or through somewhere else so you can't actually see what's happening with it. But the record, they're bigger stars within the culture because they've been here longer. That's right. And developed their brands. I don't so, even think it matters no more. Beyonce did, what, 300-something? And people will be like, Oh, this is her lowest sales we got. I'm like, is she 25 years in? I mean, this is how many kids you got? Four, Four three, married, three? married, three, married with three kids, and it's supposed to be the same sexy. Word, <laughs> right? Like, I mean, it's, it's a, diff, a different energy there, and then our audience has grown. Mm -hmm. It grown, folks. You gotta look and say, I, I'd say between 2003 and 2005, viewers in college were my core audience. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because that's when you're having your adult experience for the first mm -hmm. time where you party in every available moment possible. Mm -hmm. And those those people, the material impacted the hardest because it's the theme music to their life at that point. When it's smoking hot, it's mm -hmm. brand new. Right. And it's, it's just happening at that point. And then you look, love music don't get old. So Beyonce, she ain't going nowhere. 
Like he'll there'll be a reason for you to want to listen to Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. it's just when you look at R and B music, R and B music required buttons at some point. You mm-hmm. had to be a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Now you look up, they got the same tattoos the hip hop artists right, got. They're right. saying the same. They're singing the lyrics the hip hop artists would say in the, in the verse. Mm-hmm. All right, we got more with Fifty Cent. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with 50 Cent. Charlemagne? Is there anybody 50 Cent fears ever historically in life? Now, all of the situations, if you don't have fear, then you're not smart. Then you just not acknowledging danger. All right. At point. I learned that but in the 50th you, law. Nah, yeah, but you just, mm-hmm. you're just not, you stupid then. But, but, you're, not, you're not scared of nothing. So right. You watch that guy that just has zero fear. And say, yeah, we can get him. He's tough. We're going to have a hard time chewing on him, but we're going to get him. Mm-hmm. We get him. Mm-hmm. Like, other than that, you just got to pay attention to your surroundings and things that's going on. Like, and you say, not, never, never saying the toughest guy, Charlamagne. I just, I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then if I die in the process, I was doing what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Even the themes. Look, it's power to dollar. Mm-hmm. Yep. I get hit. I come back. Get rich or die trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right in the process, because that's already what I'm feeling like I'm going to do. I'm in the process. It's the greatest thing is to watch me because either I'm going to get rich or I'm going to die in the process. And this is what I'm going to call the record. So was the massacre you uh, projecting all the pain you felt on everybody else? I was supposed to go. That album was supposed to come out February 8th. Mm -hmm. Supposed to be the same Valentine's Day massacre. Mm -hmm. They pushed it back because we was doing too good with games record. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, like you got to think, Interscope, was when East Coast, West Coast was going on, Interscope was the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there is some uncomfortability with me being from the East Coast. Yeah. That I'm not even conscious of initially. <clears throat> I'm going like, yo, they like, yo, they love that the, it's, they're doing extremely well like that, but they're going, damn, why we can't have one like from here? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the, from Dre's perspective, it's why why we can't have one from the West Coast like that. And he, it's it's that's the assignment. So when build, games started moving, they was like, wait, 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 fifth. To build that. Yeah, like, once yeah. that, that record is out and it's selling, they're going, wait, wait, we don't want to cut the legs off of this. Mm-hmm. And you're going, but that's rearranging my presentation, what mm-hmm. I'm doing. So mm-hmm. now, I wouldn't have um, given him things that were so good if I felt like it was going to alter what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, I did my first record so fast. Like, the second record, mm-hmm. my attempt at the first record went was done in the weekend. So this Get is, Rich? No, the, the second. Massacre. The massacre. Okay. The, and that the attempt that was done in the weekend turns in the games out. You regret giving game all those records? I was going to say, yeah, do you regret? I hate it to love it. No. This is how we do. Look, look, it's just the way things are. Like, and when I look, I don't I don't see anyone who's who hasn't um who hasn't helped other artists and haven't had it reciprocated properly. Mm-hmm. Like that's with every everybody. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even with Kodak, you see him with Jack Boy. The things right, that right, these right. guys come together. They mm-hmm. like I, when I'm talking to Kodak, he go, yo, but I didn't know we was going to go through that. We, that's too hard. Like, it's too hard to get here for us to go through that. I said, but nah, that's the same thing as what we experienced. We looked out for, like, when they're not right under you because they're in a different area, it's easy to persuade them. Like, this is also how Jimmy Henchman felt. This is what drive with, with how game was behaving because he also had his whole management team is going, yo, you don't need them. You from you got a whole coast. You got the whole West Coast. Like you don't gotta be down with them when he's I just gave him the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then they oh, he flips out, I'm like, oh, okay. 
But it is a reflection of you see how the Jimmy Hinchman thing turned out. Like the, it turns into real street stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you going he was feeling that way long before game set it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, then it just was like, yeah, full on. We could do everything we want to do. Vice versa. Because Chris, really his issues was with Chris, with Chris Lighty. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like James Cruz. Why? I saw his interview too. Yeah, I don't like I don't like him at all. Like, Because he's a sucker. Like the whole time he was like, he was still going to go see Jimmy, hanging out. Meanwhile, Jimmy's getting Mike Lighty cut in the back of the head mm-hmm. and everything else in the shooting and everything else is going. He's a punk. Like when you see people that, like they're just fearful of, we said respect comes from admiration of fear. Mm-hmm. One or the other, right? His respect for Jimmy comes from fear. So he's a sucker in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? And then he does all of this talk about things that went on with Chris Lighty that I'm like, yo, why are you even talking about what I'm doing? Or what came from me? You, you was like, you were in the meeting. You didn't actually make no deals. Oh, he, I thought he said he managed you at one point. He never had no agreement with me to manage me in any way. Mm-hmm. Or any capacity. So when he say that, it, it, it irritates me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then like later, he's just he's a sucker. I didn't understand why Chris wanted him around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when the shooting happened with with uh, Lil Kim out front, D Rock hit him. Yo, come out from behind the red car. They got us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, why is this shit around us? Mm-hmm. Get him a place him. <laughs> and the Christmas was like like dealing with him because he had uh, you know like a background. He was. Because he had a radio background, he always looked like he should get a, a piece. But if you're getting the best deal for me, why you feel like somebody should give you a piece? Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. I look like if you go to somebody else and say, yo, you should get me a watch or you should give me this. That's That was his thing. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, but if you asking him for a watch, then you feel like you gave him a deal. That, then you didn't get me the best deal if you if he owes your watch for the deal. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, they, they act like they don't understand why I don't like it. Between Diddy and Cruz, I don't think you'd have worked on Bad Boy, Fifth. Yeah, no, I don't think it worked on Bad Boy. I don't think it worked on It'd been terrible. But nah. you know, look, at that point, I would have probably did the deal. See, there was no other, like, at that point, mm-hmm. Jennifer is who told Puff to work with me. Jennifer Lopez. Lopez. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because she, her first album on the set, <clears throat> Corey Rooney was the executive producer. Mm-hmm. Corey Rooney was my executive producer for Power of the Doubt. Mm-hmm. So we had the relationship from Queens and everything coming out that, to put us in the same circles mm-hmm. and then Jennifer was telling me, yo he is dope you work with him like he's gonna it's gonna eventually it's gonna happen mm-hmm. you know and then Puff that's what Puff was calling me to, down to do it but Puff can't even hear a hit see I know he can't he couldn't Puff can't hear a hit that's kind of crazy he still hear things from back then that time period. oh got now. you got you now right. okay okay, okay. Now. Got you he can't buy the right he can't you play it for him right now and it's hot he can't buy it. This is why he's fighting Drake. When you hit Drake, because he used the beat that he didn't yeah, actually zero use. Zero to 100. Yet. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if he, like, he heard it and then he heard Drake use it, but it wasn't a hit yet until Drake put the thing, the, the lines on mm-hmm. it. And he's upset about that because he, he can't hear it, but he felt like he took something from him. And he, you know, did something to him for that. Did Tierra Marie ever pay you, you all your money yet? She still owe me my money. Still. <laughs> how how money. much is left that she owes? I think it's like 50-something thousand now. It's it, good, it, it good going up. up. I thought it was 25,000. Yeah, and it keep going up because she keep delaying and moving around. Like the, She's she going to feel like she went to college, man. It's clearly the principle with you because it's not the money. No, nah, nah, you know. So wait, why, but why though? What? Because I have to set examples so people don't keep coming to play with me. See, look, this is Lisa Bloom. <laughs> I don't this see that. Look, see? 
I don't think nobody played with you, Phil. But I don't think nobody plays with you. Listen, they say me too. I say not me. I tell people all the time. You see what I'm saying, Charmaine? Man? When they say me too, I say not me. I'm not involved with that. So when she comes, she was upset because I said something about Trey. Trey Songz had a situation that was going on. One of the girls that was around in the actual house said, nah, he didn't hit her that particular situation. He didn't hit her that he put her out the house, but the way he said it and he did it made her feel like she, she felt like he slapped her. Mm -hmm. Right? And That's wild. Later, she she said that he hit her. And and I'm like, because the other female that I knew that was there said that to me, I was like, nah, I don't believe he did that. And then she was like, don't be... Uh, but she's uh, shaming the girl that um, mm. one of her clients or victim whatever. shaming victim shaming <laughs> one of her clients and I'm like no no like I'm not victim shaming I'm just saying I don't believe her and then the next available thing that she could come with she was oh yes yeah jumped on the Tierra Marie thing cause she gonna come she gonna service me right she gonna because the climate mm -hmm. is, is all me too that when you bring a female and you said that you've done something you see what I'm saying? They feel like, oh, yeah, he, yeah, you're finished, buddy. Mm -hmm. And then when it don't work out, they think it just goes away. See, you can't say I'm petty. No, it does not. <laughs> you, see what, you see what they say? I'm petty. But that was a great... I understand I understand exactly why he's doing he, that. Though. Ten times worse. I get it. Ten times yeah, worse. Because no, they would hold it to you. Yes. Yes. Damn, and then right. you yes. know what they would do to you. Like, just I based on those circumstances, like, you go in your entire career. Mm -hmm. And you go, so that's what you was attempting to do at that point. Or you wanted... She, she said to her friend, I'm trying to get the bag. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, okay. So now I'm going to make you feel like you went to college. All right, we got more with 50 when we come back. Let's get into a little 50 Cent mini mix. Let me know what you want to hear. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's a Friday, damn it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with 50. YK Osiris, <laughs> are you going to help me get into acting? He wanted to do some acting. He, he, he said he, he was up there. He said that you were supposed to sign, put him in power he said or he something. He asked you to put him in power or yeah. something. He had a good guy. He's a personality. I think a bigger personality mm -hmm. than than artists, like as far as a songwriter and stuff like that. Because when you watch him, mm -hmm. like when I see him on the, the clips yeah. and stuff like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Nah, he, he like that in person too. It's yeah. a ton of personality there. So, you know, when we find the right thing and get him in there. So we talking about rumors. Right? Uh huh. Yeah. And we, you know, when you Google his name, there's a rumor that pops up uh -huh. that he was Diddy's boy toy. Oh, <laughs> right. Wait, so this is... So, so Charlemagne said... It's not true, but I told him after, after he bought up the stuff with you, I said, you know what 50 gonna say when he meets you? Oh, uh, no, I don't know that that was going on. You know that. I can't wait to run into him again. <laughs> See, what you gonna say to him, Phil? Puffy was playing with your booty in Miami. <laughs> you know it was in Miami. <laughs> Yo, look, that's what James Cruz used to say all the time. Miami, Miami. He's like, Miami. I'm like, what's the matter? What you talking about, Miami? Goodness, man. What happened in Miami? <laughs> We, we play, play the audio, play the audio. Man, I mess with 50, he a good man, yeah. He gonna, we, gonna, we went and works with it still. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he gonna, you know, we just been, yeah, but it's coming, yeah. You know what 50 gonna say to you when he see you? What? I heard Diddy touched your butt. Oh, man, yeah. what the <laughs> hell? Yeah, I already know it. Yeah. Wait till I see him. Wait till I see him, I'm like, yo. That's you, and Pop, you and Diddy got a good relationship, though, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah. Play. I like, you see, I got uh, Quincy's in Raising Canaan. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That boy talented. And and I want to get uh, Justin this song. How did that go? Do you, do you and did he have talks about that? Or he stay out, stays out of it? Nah, we don't even talk about that. We more, it's more, that's about his talent, though. That's mm -hmm. not about, yeah. like, he read, he read for that, he killed it. You know what I'm saying? I mm -hmm. think, like, and I called him to tell him that. Like, this ain't got nothing to do with your daddy. 
Mm-hmm. It's really about the work you put in. Like, well, you know what I'm saying? It's right. Now, now, why did you pass on J. Cole? Before, I, that's, before we get to the new stuff, why did you pass on J. Cole? That was so early, bro. Like, like this is before... Like, I think, look, there's a difference. You know, I, I think when... At, at that point, we didn't have a lot of representation on, on the street end. Like, we were the representation mm-hmm. at that point. And you know, they're, cr- they're cringing for something else, this whatever it is that is represented. But to me, J. Cole, um, Kendrick Lamar, mm-hmm. these artists... Existed early on when I fell in love with hip hop, mm-hmm. but it was Talib Kweli. <clears throat> yeah, it was Most Deaf. Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, it was Tribe Called Quest. It was like it was uh, Talib Most Deaf. Common Sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they, they really, as dope as they are, like mm-hmm. as they are, they, it's like it's, it's smarter rap, smarter music. The logic can sit down, be humble. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We're supposed to already know to sit down and be humble. Yeah, but when yeah, they yeah. they put that there, it's 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 almost the conscious side of mm-hmm. of it. And I look and I'm like, yo, now nah, I was cool, but I didn't really know if everybody was ready for it because of how strong it was embracing what we was doing. The street stuff. That's all it was. A, a lot of people say that the, the when you and Kanye went head up, mm-hmm. and, and that's what he, that was. That shifted when, when he sold yeah, yeah. when he sold more. It shifted from the street streets to. Yeah, no, they look, were doing. when you do look, they just wanted that anyway. Mm-hmm. Look, look at the best new artists, a thirteen million records on the first album. You got to have a double CD and die to go diamond. Mm-hmm. Tupac, all eyes on me. Yeah, prior to my album coming, give it to die trying. You had to have a double CD and die. Yeah, cause big too. I think life after yeah, death. Yeah, yeah. yeah, those are the only two albums that, that sold that many copies. So when you come and you, and and you having that much success. It, you would see uh, Diana Ross was on on the award panel saying, "You don't have to be like this. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to be like like they're afraid their kids gonna want to be Fifty Cent if they acknowledge the material. Mm-hmm. So they don't mm-hmm. give you the trophies. I got the checks. I didn't get the trophies. Mm-hmm. Like, Jay got all the mm-hmm. trophies, man. That's because he signed that contract. What contract? The one with Beyonce. <laughs> no, if you don't sign, you don't give him a trophy. She ain't coming. Yo, they up, need man. them in the, in the seats. <laughs> now, come on. You know, no, Beyonce done ran down on you once, Fifth. Come on. Man. She did. She did worse. She jumped off the thing, <laughs> off the ledge. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't really know what to do. And be look, it was one of those situations where he was like, whoa. Now, look, if you say this to Jay, if you say this to Jay, it is, he'll look at you and go, nah, that, that happened. So Beyonce jumped down on you. She jumped down. She was like on a windowsill. Right. We was in Vegas. She said, I come on, I'm talking to her. She jumped out, she was like, duh, duh, duh. and I'm like, wait, what is she doing? That stuff, that's me and Jay-Z stuff. This ain't got nothing to do with you, girl. Don't come so who wasn't there? He, me, I'm talking to Jay. I'm talking, talking to Jay. Jay. As soon as I talked to Jay, she jumped down, came over, I said, oh, look at this. They about to jump you. You lucky Solange wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, you lucky no, Solange wasn't there. Solange was there, I would have had to, to uh, reboot. <laughs> <laughs> Solange looked like she popped in that elevator like it was nothing. <laughs> With some gangster shit going on, AJ. So what, so what Jay couldn't do so nothing, what, huh? What, so what did B say when she was just staring at you? Nah, she came like she was ready. She like ready. I thought something was going to happen. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> She's throwing me off now. Because I don't know what exactly how to respond to this. <laughs> <laughs> you are still Beyonce. You know, she brought all of the sexy over. With that energy jumping off, and I'm like, what the f is going on? I thought she, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. I'm seeing all of this stuff going. She goes, what is this case? I'm like, wait, what happened? I look at Jay, he goes, 
Nah, but y'all knew each other for years. Though. You had you had the uh, the thugs. What I want? Yeah, yeah. The thugs. What Early I on, need? I got yeah. a chance to work with them. That's the caption. You know that Beyonce back fifty down. You know that. I thought people she knew did, that she story. Did not people. Oh, she did jump down. <clears throat> I didn't even know how to respond to that. I just looked at Jay. He was looking. He was like, <laughs> I said, "Yo, all right, whatever. I don't know what the fuck." Because we really, I'm just saying, what's up? Mm-hmm. But she feeling my energy come over because we do say things about each other. It's mm-hmm. competitive nature. That's right. it. Yeah. It's hip hop, how you battle? It's not like I, you think I want to do something on. Mm-hmm. Like we don't want to do so, nothing to each other. Y'all got a good. Y'all still got. Y'all got a good relationship, right? You and whole? Yeah. Yeah. If you look, I think if you don't have, if you don't have people that you're competing with, I don't know where you get your additional energy. Word. Word. Right. Word. No, you're right. I don't think people realize what you're doing. At stars, like it I don't changes. think people, I don't think people realize how unprecedented that is. Like, how much Absolutely. programming are you responsible for over there? Like fifty percent? Well, yeah, they would say fifty percent <clears throat> of, of it, and it's like probably eighty percent of what the viewership is into. Wow! At that you point, know? you post, they post, you, you post, get, you supposed to be an executive up there. Now, something like, like this two percentage. Look, mm-hmm. and I'm going. If you're going with the confusion, everything that you see me talk about being upset about. Mm-hmm. I think you don't see anywhere else. Like you don't see other networks having the television show leak. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't see. You know what I'm saying? Like when they talk about a programming for a, a specific demographic, then you go uh, like those go premium women is their mandate. When you do that, you go okay. Well, I mean, one, but that ain't what your hits are because Power wasn't premium woman, mm-hmm. and all four of the, the spinoffs are not premium women. So now you're saying you can't have the hit that you had to begin this drawing people here mm-hmm. because you just created a new mandate that's away from the success you have. Right. And I'm going, wait, so is this, can you explain that to me a little further so I understand exactly what it is? Because I can produce what you need. I just got to understand exactly what it is. Because what does, when you see me in Variety or The Rap or Hollywood Reporter and mm-hmm. stuff like that, that does nothing for my phone goes further than the Hollywood Reporter and, and Variety. I could just post on Instagram. Right, yeah. absolutely. Right. So when when you think about what those things do, those things speak directly to business insiders. It says if you have this project and you want to sell it, you should come to Fifty so we can sell it. And I get additional things, but but I can look at these things and see if they work for the network. Mm-hmm. When you understand the mandate, you know what I'm saying. So I'm going. I could find what you need if what you want. And bring it in and produce it for you. If you don't, if there's a uh, once it's, there's clarity, it's clear. But they they looking and using it for their own identity. Well, they better do the right thing because you know I, I, there's no reason to watch stars if uh, if it ain't that programming is not Absolutely, that's just a fact. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Always, Taco man. You talk to Fifth forever. August 25th out in Houston. I'll be out there. Host the others. Make sure you get your tickets. There's so many things from pool parties, clubs to charity events to comedy shows performances make sure you're part of it and uh, we we'll see and Razor Kane ain't coming soon that's right August 14th August oh. 14th right August 14th and one thing, is it true they asked you to be on the Murder Inc doc nah they want they want what's the name who the, uh, to try and clear I get money for the Supreme thing oh Not okay okay mm-hmm. somebody told me they asked you to be on the doc the oh. Murder Inc doc hey. did you clear it nah hell oh, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't need that money <laughs> In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, 
and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give us his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA. CJ will be bringing his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show as well to give their unfiltered accounts of what really goes on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu. (laughs) It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Report with Angela Yee. Club. So listen up. Nah, 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 nah.
Well, on the latest episode of Carisha Please on Revolt, she had JT on, her other half of the City Girls, and Saucy Santana. You know, all of them are BFFs. And one of the things they talked about was JT describing her experience being locked up as the City Girls were on the rise. So when I was in jail, I did 15 months. And my first six, six months was very, very hard. I didn't really go outside that much. I didn't really want to talk to people that much. Because like, we had a big, like, a that was like our breakout moment. So a lot of people would be like, that is her, that is her. So I really didn't never want to go outside. And then I think, like, after my six months, it kind of got easy. And it was just like, start feeling like school a little bit. Because I started getting used to my surroundings. You basically get in control every single day. Like, get up, go to sleep. And then, because of who I was, some guards felt like, I got to show this bitch. Like, you know, it just used to be being mean. So it was just like a transition. All right. In addition to that, the both of them know that they're stronger together as a group, as a city girls, even though you can do your own individual things. Here is what JT had to say and Carisha about knowing they're stronger that way. I'm not thinking, like, oh, I'm going to do without JT. That's not my intentions. That's not what I'm on. I feel like people love us as a group and we're stronger as a group. We're stronger together. And now we always had a conversation like, which is just like, I think, I think that I, and that's what I was saying earlier. JT is out the way and me being y'all friend, it frustrates me sometimes because I'm like, I, Carisha got Carisha please and she could do, she could do all that stuff. And I'm like, JT, you so motherfucking and it's so wrong. Why you won't do nothing? And she, it's just, that's not her personality. You gonna tell me I'm not doing nothing? <laughs> I'm just gonna say JT not doing nothing. JT's doing a lot, man. I love JT in Young Miami. See the girls so I necessary think to me. side hustles though, like outside of being in the group, you know, oh, Carisha has her saying. own show. Yeah, mm -hmm. I get yeah. it. All right, now as far as JT being the princess of rap, listen to this. How you feel about people calling you? Princess of rap, because I really, really, really like you. One of my favorite rappers in this I, generation. I agree with in this generation. Rap. Like every time we, when mm -hmm. we do a song and you see your verse back, I'll be like, I'm waiting on her. And yeah, I don't know. I didn't know people was calling me that. And no, for real. I saw. I don't even like. I I just I feel like both of us is the same way when it comes to like even the industry. I think we just enjoy it. Like. I don't kind of be, I'm not competitive. I don't care. Like, I'm not in it for no competition. Like, I don't care who's being called the princess rap. I don't, I know that I'm tired of that. I know I'm good at it, but it's, I'm trying to go for a title. No, like, I, I, I think the people that's thinking they got the title sucks. Uh, I love JT and Young Miami. I feel the best is yet to come from the city girls. They haven't even scratched the surface of who and what they are. And they doing more than just rapping. I mean, they're executive producing on a uh, rap uh, they got a lot of stuff, lot of stuff yeah. going on. They, yeah. they EPs on that show, along with uh, Coach K and P. So, mm -hmm. yeah, they doing their thing. City Girls doing their thing. All right, now Ja Rule has commented after that recent Drink Champs episode with him and Irv Gotti where people feel like he did not come to Ashanti's defense enough. Uh, there were a lot of talk about that. So he posted, Brotherly love, the last few days have been very turbulent for me, but it's time to land a plane. I love my sis, I love my bro, but I do not condone or agree with the behavior nor the way Gotti handled things on Drink Champs. I hope you all understand how uncomfortable this is for me being in the middle of something I wish to not be. Going forward, all I ask is to be left out of this, please. And thank you. Sincerely, Switzerland Bennett. Well, a little birdie told me that uh, Ja, ja absolutely positively did check him. They did have a conversation, told him it wasn't right. Uh, they took a little bathroom break during Who's the, the little birdie, Nori? Watch, and then you come back and you see Irv apologize. 
So he says, Jod absolutely positively did check him. If you, if anybody watches the full interview, you can absolutely Yeah, I saw the apology. Who, who is the birdie? N-O-R-E? Yep. Okay, then. Why do you say, say Nori? <laughs> Dropping the clues, Bob, for Nori, man. Salute to the whole drink champs. Nori EFN, does not what's want to be known as a little birdie. Okay? Exactly. Because when you calling him a little birdie. I was going to say Nori name, but you pressuring me. I'm not. Nori, Nori would say that himself. I know, but I was going to say that. I just said, you know. Just, oh, you want yeah, Nori to tell the story? Oh, got you, got you. Sorry, Nori, I broke. That cracked under pressure, Nori. You broke so easily. That was too easy. Shout out to my brother, Nori. little birdie, Nori. Yep. Make sure, make, make sure, sure y'all. Check out, yeah, I was gonna say the same. Yeah, thing. I was gonna say make sure y'all listen to the Drink Chance podcast. Subscribe to the Drink Chance podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network. Sorry, Noray Queens. I know you just got your <laughs> license. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, said I know about a body. I know about a body. <laughs> a little birdie. What the hell you mean a little birdie, Nori? Yeah. And oh, yep. Noriega. Yep. <laughs> Nori shot somebody. Yep. That Nori. That wow. That was prodigy. Stop it. You know what he did to someone. God bless the dead. But why would you just say that? You guys can't just say that with no context. Nori shot somebody. What's up with you? You wearing a wire, yo? Did you help raid Magalago the other day? (laughs) Check this dude for a while. What's up with this guy this morning, man? I definitely would have raided. Where's it it at? Magalago. No, it's not called Magalago. It's not? No. Maga, it's, it's called Marglago. Maga, I like Magalago. It's Magalago. Just can't make words up. Yes, I can. That's all I do. What's it called? I don't know. It's not Maglago. What is it? Maglago. It's not Maglago. It? Maglago. It's like Marge what Simpson. It? Maglago. It's like Marge, like Margot's Lago. Maglago. It's not no Marge Simpson Lago. What's it called? Maglago. Huh? Merlago. Like Merlot. That's a drink. Maralago, guys. Was it? <laughs> Maglago. I'm going with Maglago. <sighs> I told you that from the beginning. I don't know why we had to go through this whole dance. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Who you giving your donkey to, man? Man, four after the hour, man. There's no reason for butt-necked men to be face down ass up in the streets of Florida. But we'll talk about it four after the hour, okay? I know it's Friday and that sounds like a good time, but we do not need butt-necked men face down ass up on the streats of Florida. All right? Don't, we'll, thre- don't threaten some people with a good we'll time. We'll talk about it four after the hour. He's like, they should be okay. in New Jersey at my house. <laughs> Oh, boy. I can't wait till you leave. Are you leaving yet? You get out of here. <laughs> That's the Breakfast Club. Come on. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Set cell phone reminders or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child is in the car. Look for your baby before you lock. Paid for by NHTSA. Craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he rigged the door to his home in an attempt to mm. electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Donkey of the day with Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Yes, donkey of the day for Friday, August 12th goes to a man named Brandon Wright. Brandon Wright is a Florida man, ladies and gentlemen. And what does your Uncle Charlotte always say about <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? Oh, why you just go play that nigga, man? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what does your Uncle Shala always say about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And this morning is no exception, okay? But I'm going to tell you something, all right? This one I understand. I tell y'all all the time, every day of our lives, we are just trying to avoid crazy. But right now, it's hard to avoid what some people would call crazy All right, because the gap between the haves and have nots is so wide. All right, the have nots are coming for the haves. And when I say haves, I don't mean extra wealthy. I don't mean super rich. I mean simply you have something that I don't. Okay, I'm talking about 
Simple. You just simply have something that I don't. I might be hungry and you got a bagel. Okay? Therefore, you are a have, I am a have not. Okay? In this case, I'm talking about it was simply close. What do you mean, Uncle Charlotte Close? Was somebody stunting in some Gucci or some Louis or some uh, uh, Versace or uh, Versace. Fargino? What's Fargino? Fargamo. Uh, yeah, Paul Masson. No, that's liquor. What's the one that's Paul something? I don't know. I don't know what guy you're thinking about. But guy, the moral of the story is, okay, it wasn't no designer. All right, there was simply a man in Florida named Brandon Wright who was walking around the streets of Florida butt booty naked, all right? When I say butt booty naked, I mean butt ass naked. Did y'all see the video? Show uh, Envy the video. Angela, you should Google Brandon Wright. I mean butt naked. Only thing he had on him, whoo, you started typing fast, Envy. Only thing he had on him was a machete, okay? A big, long, sharp blade, all right? And he ran down on another man and simply demanded that man's clothes. I can't make this kind of stuff up. Do we have audio from the police helicopter? All right, got the visual on the mail. He is naked, yelling at people in the parking lot. Very animated. Black male, uh, athletic, thick build. It's like a goatee. He's now walking out to traffic on Beersford. Middle of traffic, yelling at people. He's still walking eastbound on Beersford. Across the street to the sicko now. Still kind of stationary in the middle of the road. He's doing push-ups at the entrance of the food store here. That's what's wild. Dude is in shape. You heard what they said. Athletic, thick build. You know what I'm saying? Listen, we are failing people in this country. We live in a country that has money for war but can't feed the poor. Word to Tupac. All right, not only are we not putting money in people's pockets, we are not providing them with things they need, like health care. And when I say health care, I'm not just talking physical. I'm talking mental. Yeah. When y'all say things like all Charlemagne does is talk about mental health, that's true. Because mental health, just like your herpes, isn't going anywhere. All right, this brother right here was suffering from either poverty, drug use, or battling with mental health issues. Maybe all three, but definitely one of the two. And until this country does something about it, we are going to continue to have these kind of situations happen. Now, this butt-necking man was driving a white Dodge Challenger. So it was probably drugs and mental health issues that he was dealing with. But the moral of the story is we must Help. All right. In all capitals. All right. H-E-L-P. All right. What do they say? Uh, no one is useless in this world who lightens the burden, the burdens of others. Right. Right now, so many of us are useless because we are not attempting to lighten the burdens of others. You don't have to be rich to do that. You just need to have more than the next person. Think about it. Some of y'all right now got a bunch of clothes. OK, shoes you don't even wear anymore. They just in the closet. Messy all over the place. I'm talking about me right now. My wife will call me a hypocrite if I don't say that. But that's what I do when I got all these clothes. I don't wear anymore, okay? Because I wear the same thing all the time anyway. I put stuff in bags and then I give them the goodwill, okay? Any and all of us can do that, I promise. You may not think you have a lot, but to somebody who has less than you, trust me, you have everything, all right? This brother, Brandon Wright, has prior convictions for kidnapping, gun possession by a felon, battery on a law enforcement officer, cocaine possession and resisting arrest, now he's in custody without bond in some so-called correctional facility that is not providing any type of correction. Please remember that this weekend when you see someone in need. All right, because it sounds to me like this brother needed help and he's needed help his whole life and clearly hasn't gotten it. All right, so please remember this weekend when you see someone in need. All right. That you can be of assistance to that person. The real road of compassion is giving and helping assistance and community service. That is a road that can be set and declared as your life's purpose. Please. If not, you could be on the receiving end of somebody's machete. 
please get Brandon right. Uh, the biggest he huh? That brother was big. You see him, right? Laid out on the street, <laughs> face down, ass up, thick diesel. You saw him, me? He said thick. That's what oh, they gosh. described him as in the helicopter thing. Play that. Play. <laughs> That's what they thick. described him as. They did. I didn't hear thick. See, here y'all go. All right, got the visual on the mail. He is naked, yelling at people in the parking lot. Very animated. Black male. Uh, athletic, thick build. It's like a goatee. He's now walking out to traffic on Beersford. Middle of traffic, yelling at people. He's still walking eastbound on Beersford. Across the street to the sicko now. Still kind of stationary in the middle of the road. He's doing push-ups at the entrance of the food store. That, that helicopter operator sound turned on. <laughs> Why would you describe that man like that? He's like, hmm, athletic. They goatee. Big build. Ooh, he's doing push-ups now. <laughs> he, he, he did a one-hand push-up, too. Like yes, he did. Then they had him face down, ass up on the concrete, butt naked with his hands behind his back. Oh. Oh, what? You all right? I'm saying, oh, like I'm disgusted by the police, people. Oh. No, that's not I, how you said it. Y'all have to stop. I, I thought you thought you released it somehow. Oh, the last days of like the breakfast club as we know it. All right. <laughs> right? Jesus Christ. Awkward. Why is it awkward? Because you said, oh. oh. I did not say that. There's nothing that said that here. That's awkward. Everybody oh. heard it. You, they you did not hear that. You could have said it's damn, it's messed up. You, oh. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> All right. Thank you for that dog here today. Up next, Tink and Hitmaker is going to be joining us. Oh, salute this. to Tink. Tink. I love Tink. All right. We're going to talk to Tink and Hitmaker when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's no Power 105.1. The Breakfast Club, Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us today. Who we got? Who we got? We got Hitmaker and Tink. Big Welcome. Tink. Not the little one. Hey. Big Tink. <laughs> What's happening? Welcome, guys. What's up, y'all? How's it going? Tink, you don't look pregnant. Just want to throw great. that out there. Right off the top. <laughs> Why did you say that? Because everybody was saying she was pregnant online. Oh, they were? I didn't even know no, that. thank yeah. you for that. Because everybody's been thinking I've been pregnant for a while. And I'm glad you said that. Right. Some days we're just a little bloated. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Now, Somebody said I was pregnant today. Now, mm-hmm. Tink, we, we got. I want to start with you. You know, when we first started the Breakfast Club, I don't even know, twelve years ago, and, and uh, Timberland played us. You as an artist, we oh, fell in love long time ago. Long time, and been we long time fan of Tink. Super duper successful, and you went through the the ups and Thank downs, and and now you're here now. So, for people that don't know mm-hmm. who Tink mm-hmm. is, explain to who who Tink is, how you got your first start, and to where you are now. Yeah, Tink. Y'all know me. I've been making music for a long time. I'm from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Since 2012, I've been dropping mixtapes, Winner's Diary. You know, I got signed with Timberland in 2015. We made some really dope music, but it didn't really work out, you know, the way I wanted it to. But why um, didn't it work out? Uh, I just felt like the situation wasn't a fit for me. I had a lot of people on the label that were kind of like hovering over my situation. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I wasn't as creative anymore and... We had a lot of disagreements. That's all. That album was classic. Though. I Dope actually heard album. the album. Yeah, Charlamagne yeah. heard the album. Yeah, was, it, it didn't come out. Joints. It was Dope. Think Tank. So that was in 2015. So, you know, it's just the label situations. A lot of people in the office were having, you know, silent beefs, and it trickled down on the artists. But I became independent in 18. Was it easy and, to get let go? Was it easy to, to, to leave um, that deal? No, nope, not at all. I really had to, like, she tighten said, nope. up. I had to go and get an attorney, <laughs> switch attorneys. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to talk to your accountants and... Just switched the whole team up on the business side. So that took some time. It took like years 
So that's why I took a break in mm -hmm. 2017. I backed off of music completely just to go get my life right. Mm -hmm. And yeah, in 18, I was finally, you know, released. So uh, we had to do some um, negotiating behind the scenes. But you know, Tim, he let me go and do my thing. And yeah, I became independent. I signed my distribution deal with Empire. So I'm able to just really like release whatever I want free again. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've been making albums ever since, and it's really just been turning up. And you got Gazi and Hitmaker here with you today, right. so yeah, you already that's know. That's big. Listen, Gazi in the building too. Mm -hmm. I didn't even see Gazi. <laughs> Shout out think, to Empire. You think people always say they they Tim Tim might have oversold you, like comparing you to the Aaliyahs and the Lauren Hills? Do you think that had a negative impact? I do. It, it was a lot. Like I caught a lot of backlash. You know, I dropped the the record Million. Yeah. And it was a really dope song, but I felt like with him kind of like comparing me to her and. Mm -hmm. You know, telling people I'm the next Aaliyah, you can't play with legends like that. And right. I had a lot of work to do at the time, so it wasn't really necessary. And I remember we dropped the record with Jay-Z and Rick Ross. I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. You did it here. Actually, y'all premiered it. Yeah. 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 Is that what we got him in trouble for? Yes. Yes, y'all yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes, got him in big trouble. <laughs> um, Sorry, Tim. But yeah, it was just a lot of things on the business end that weren't tight. And it kind of just affected everything. It was like a snowball effect. And how does that affect you as far as like wanting to sign somewhere else again? I'm really careful with, with all my deals now. Like I really had to get a new attorney. I'm looking through my contracts now. I'm actually reading them word for word. I think when I was younger, I was like 19. So I was just signing. So now I'm on top of it. Oh, that's a great question because you know, Tink is very selective because over the years I've hit Tink a million times like, yo, Tink, this person won't talk to you. This person won't talk to you. This person won't talk to you. And you I know. was going through things, Charlamagne. Yeah. I, I, I'm really like, you know I'm really personable, but mm -hmm. like when you locked into a situation, you can't really talk to anyone at the time. Like, right. I was in deals and I couldn't really move at the time. So that's all that was, right. you know. You know how it is. Hitmaker. So I'm at Empire. I have been with Empire for like some years and he recently last year came to Empire. Yes, sir. So we linked at the studio. It was real organic. Like, I met him in uh, San Francisco. Yeah. I like the process with him. Like, we make it fun. It's not no pressure. Mm -hmm. Why are you laughing? Because it wasn't like that off the rip. You know what I'm saying? Charlemagne already <laughs> said it. You know what I'm saying? She's you know she's very, very, very particular guarded, about particular. things. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, introduced okay. to her, you know, mm -hmm. just because Gazi really um, believed in me. Like, last time I was here, I said, I, I actually got my gig with Atlantic Records from speaking uh, on, you know, you the Records Club. No, yeah. I was uh, speaking things to existence. There you go. And then um, I got my, my gig and I was running into trials and tribulations at Atlantic because I had sold so many records for them, multiple number one records, kind of felt underappreciated. And guys, he came and like scooped me up and it was a big deal for me and it was like yo cause leaving Atlantic and doing all these huge records or whatever to go into Empire people would look at it like maybe you going to an you going to an independent like yo it's gonna be rougher for you but actually I got in there I linked with Tink we did the last album Charlemagne actually opened up the last album appreciate you for mm -hmm. doing that exactly. and then you know I've done yeah. uh, Baddest Chris Brown Blue uh, 2 Chains Fireboy Peru I was able to orchestrate that record and have involvement in that so we rocking I don't think people realize how talented Tink is man Oh no, she the best. Thank you, Charlamagne. Mm -hmm. Singing and rapping. I've been saying it for a long time. Yes. Did you ever want to give up with everything that you were going through? Envy. It's like you know what, f that. Yes. All the time, I took a break, and I was really like my moment where I was like, I don't know if I really need to be doing this. I'm not in the right space. Mm -hmm. It was messing with me mentally, and I'm trying to take care of things at home. You know, I'm still in Chicago, so there's a lot. I always, you know. What did you do during that break? moments? To be honest, I was more so to myself. I kind of like stayed in the house for a long time and, 
you know, I started approaching my records again, like how I would do before I got signed. So that's like writing in Chicago, writing at home. I just went back to what, you know, my home grounds and kind of just had to tighten up everything. Mm -hmm. But you've never stopped making money off music, though, because you do shows. Nope. Man. Yep, and that's the that's the best thing. Like, my fans, they really, like, hold me down from way back, like, day one fans. Mm -hmm. So during that time period, they were still waiting and ready to support. So. And y'all got the record Goofy. Isn't Goofy, like, fighting words in Chicago? Yeah. Did you get shot for calling somebody <laughs> a Goofy in Chicago? Yeah, yeah you got to hear the song, though. She called herself I, I, I was saying more so, like, I'm crazy in love. <laughs> when I thought about it, when I, when I hear it back and now that, you know, people are reacting to it, I'm like, man, Goofy is a strong word. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess I'm saying, like, y'all, I'm being... Sometimes we crazy in love. We make decisions that we normally wouldn't when we really love somebody. So yeah, sometimes it can it can come off like we being goofy. Is it hard for you to uh, <laughs> find love, Tink, because you are Tink? Charlamagne, yeah. It's a real thing. Like It's so hard meeting people that understand this, I guess, lifestyle or... And just me as a person, I'm so... In, I'm an intellectual. Mm -hmm. You know me, I'm a thinker, very mature. So yeah, this generation is a little weird. It's like... People don't really be on my same wavelength like mm -hmm. that. So who's the guy that's gonna hear this record and be like, "Oh, she talking about me? I made her. I made her a goofy." Oh Does lord, I is? hate to think of it like that. That's giving people too much. Like, <laughs> right? But it's for it's for all of us. It could be for a lot of people. Not like that, but it could be for a lot of guys. Like, <laughs> I speak for all the women. You gonna tell yeah. me the truth? I'm assuming uh -oh. it's based uh -oh. on uh -oh. one of y'all. Hey, hey yo, bro, <laughs> not like that. Uh, I mean, like you know something. Nah, as far as goofy and it's what the funny thing is, you know what I'm saying? Like we actually had the pleasure to work with Rico Love and collaborate on this record, mm -hmm. and um, mm -hmm. we were playing a beat and we was vibing to it, and he came in and kind of like he said it. the go he wrote the he wrote the, 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 the got the goofy part, and I was so, like, oh, so that whoa, was that like, was the vibe he threw out there first. And she just went and I do ran make, down the street with it. And I was that. like, oh, okay. Please say yeah. you got that reference track, just in case we ever need to blackmail Rico. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, Nigel. Hey, yo, Nigel. Right now. Hey, yo, I'm playing around. <laughs> Oh, no, y'all got some, uh, some quotables in these streets, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got more with Tink and Youngberg, a hit maker. When we come back, let's get into the single. It's Kata featuring 2 Chains. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ Envy. Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy, we are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Tink and the Hip Maker. When Berg was out, there was right. there was a five thousand dollar Berg, a ten thousand dollar Berg, right. now to where you at now. So mm -hmm. do those people still come to you that knew you back then and be like, I need that old Berg price? And but you're like, yeah. nah, th it, that doesn't exist anymore. I'm hit making that. Nah, I'm not even gonna lie. Like right now, I haven't really been taking like too many advances, and I have song deals with every company that's in the business. So it's mm -hmm. like it's a slated fee. And if I really like you and I rock with you, I probably won't charge you because it's like what I'm gonna tell you. Like Busta Rhymes has a new single that I just did with Bia coming out. I can't charge Busta. What I'm saying, yo, pay me sixty grand, pay me my rate. Like, but and Busta is a legend. Like same way y'all see me with Terror Squad chains. Like I can never charge Fat Joe. You know what I'm saying? So. Or tank. Tink, I don't charge Tink. You know what I'm saying? I, you know it's it's a vibe. I mean, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Not I right have now, charged Tink. You know, you know Tell us if you get an invoice in the year. It was early. It was early. Now we gotta understand it. And we partners. Me and her. We we like we so locked in with everything we got going on. It's my partner. Like I ain't gonna lie. Like she involved with my career. I'm involved with her career. We making decisions together and bossing up together. Tink, do you write for other artists too? I do. Actually, people don't know this, but I was writing for Rihanna's camp. I knew that. I haven't really written lately because I've been so focused. But when I take my breaks and, you know, there's periods of time where I'm not dropping a lot of music, I'm still working and shopping records. I had an argument with an executive one time because, you know, they were saying how 
dope you are, blah, blah, blah. And they literally said to me, but I just don't think she'll pop because she's dark-skinned. What? Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to ever say the person's name. You but know what? I'm not even surprised yeah. to hear that. That's the way of this industry, y'all. It's, it's really... It's sad to hear it, but at the same mm -hmm. time, like, whatever. We hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's what makes me even more dope because it's like, man, people really like me for my talent. I actually said so, to them, no, that's the reason you know? she would because she represents for a whole mm -hmm. group of people that see all that melanin and they like, oh, okay, she yeah. looks like us. But it's a new day now, you know. People got to really come get around me and see what's going on now, mm -hmm. so. And she gets busy. Tell the truth, executive hitmaker. You hear things like that, right, about all not necessarily um, about skin color or whatever, but I've just seen people make so many wrong decisions. And even with uh, with my departure from Atlantic Records, like this is what happens. L.A. Reid offered me a label deal. And um, I came back to Craig and I was just like, yo, like, I know I work for y'all, but this guy want to give me a label deal. It's this big amount of money. You know, Let me go get my bag. You know, I'll still create the hits and do whatever I need to do. And he was like, nah, you can't do that. You can't do that. And then they offered me a deal. And um, I don't think that they gave me the deal because they wanted, they believed in me to get the deal. They just gave me the deal to keep me in that system and keep me locked in or whatever and just oh. pacify me in the situation. And I wanted to grow and elevate and work with up and coming artists and work with different people, sign people, work with artists like Tink. Cause I was thinking LA Reid had offered me like, man, like you could just work with whatever artist in his label. And if it works out, we'll put them under your banner. You know what I'm saying? Similar to Game and 50 Cent or something like that, how he has all these different acts that were mm -hmm. signed. So mm -hmm. I was really trying to elevate, but I think that the game, man, is going to be the game. Look at me. I'm Youngberg. I'm Iceberg. I'm Hitmaker. I got a documentary. I got all type of stuff coming soon. So if you stay in it long enough, man, you're going to see a lot, man. You miss the rapping at all? You miss that? Well, hell no. <laughs> it's a dangerous job. It's da more dangerous than ever right now. And then not only that, it's a self-serving, like probably like an ego thing, stroke of ego. Why I would want to do that right now or rap. Like I honestly want to be behind the people that's really doing it and killing it because I've experienced it. And I think there's not enough executives that have actually been artists before and been on the other side to really know and appreciate the artist and know where the artist is coming from and actually be in the trenches making the records with them. Are you going to oh. work with RSVP? I already did. Uh, it's no boy they got one <laughs> and then niggas is the funniest niggas <laughs> ever like yo when y'all have a breakfast club with Ray J and, and all them boy y'all go, it's gonna be it's going down in history it's gonna be like Irv Gotti <laughs> drink champs like it's gonna Ray be J oh, we already yeah. know. it's gonna be a Ray J is a marketing yeah. genius bro. Uh, Ray J is it, there is nothing dumb about Ray J anybody <laughs> who thinks that is a goddamn fool Ray J knows exactly what he's doing Absolutely. at all times and I cannot <laughs> wait to see how he rolls out RSVP exactly yeah now what about uh, A1 Bentley he said you don't make your own beats and you rely on other producers like OG Parker and Smash David. How you respond to that? Uh, I do. <laughs> I don't make I don't make beats. I, I'm a curator of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like I come up with the ideas. I'm the person that says, you know what? He's like, I wanna. But did he? Yeah, I wanna. I wanna sample this, and I have a guy that replays everything for me, and mm -hmm. similar to Cater, or I wanna do this, and I wanna do that, and I get with the right people, and I put the right people in the room. I'll write the record with the people, as you can see on my Instagram or whatever. But I don't program beats. Have I programmed beats before? Absolutely. On songs that have came out before that have plaques to them, absolutely. But when you working with this heavy volume or whatever like no one man can sit there and lie like oh I did everything myself so even if a person that programs beats he didn't do everything Timberland had Danger and Scott mm -hmm. Storch and everything so I think that that's the dirt they throw on you when you get real successful and then it's like oh well you don't do this and do that and shout out to A1 and man I didn't know. find nothing wrong with it though I, so I hold on you don't make no beats at all or you do make beats you just don't make all the beats no I, what I do is I'm the producer behind the whole session I'm the person that brings in everything you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. I'm the orchestra 
orchestrator. I'm the Quincy Jones of this shit, You know what I'm saying? So I know the right people to work with. I know the right people to pull in. I know what drum loop I want to use. I want to know what top line I want to use, what music bed I want to put behind this. I actually facilitate the whole That's what a lot of major move. producers do. Yeah. They don't sit there themselves and mm -hmm. like... They've always said that about yeah. Diddy. Yeah. Khaled. Mm -hmm. You hear that about Dre sometime? Since you That's what? great company. Yeah, and it, it also helps put other people. I ain't people. put you in that company now. It I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it also helps put other people on who are talented. Here's yeah. a quick yep. example, because I want to give it back to Tink. Like, forgive me. Uh, a Boogie looked back at it. The song was six minutes long when they had it. They gave me that song. I went to Hawaii with Boogie. He gave me all the files. Mm -hmm. I shortened the song, added the snap, and turned it into a three minute and 30 second record and rearranged the whole song. And that's the song that y'all got from a six minute record. So if that ain't producing, I don't know what producing is. Uh oh. Now, we have, we have something. <laughs> Oh. Now, when we talk, I didn't know it was a secret that Gazi was here. Hey! Congratulations, Tank. Big gold record. Thank you. Hey. Hey. Certified, baby. This is my first. That's your this first black? I know, Charlotte. Wow. Congratulations, Tank. Yeah, she was so cool hey. with her reaction. She was Thank just like, you. oh. No, this is big. Y'all know I'm just a calm, chill girl. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, like. she gonna cry in the car, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Mick, I'm glad you're standing next to Tink like this, man. Round of applause to you, because Tink is the sh she yes, been the sh Thank and you. the best is yet to come for her. And he's glad too. Trust me. It's Hitmaker. It's Tink. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, again, I have one week left for my uh, car show, The Drive Your Dreams car show. It's the North versus the South, Houston versus uh, New York, New Jersey, Philly. So uh, it's going to be a bunch of celebrity cars from Lynn, of course, Turkey Leg Hut, and Trader Truth. They're bringing them Houston cars and country cars down. Then also we got cars from 50 Cent, Fabulous, Little Kim, Jim Jones, Fat Joe, Meek Mill, Little Uzi Vert, and a host of others. It's a family fun day, so kids five and under are free. There's rides for the kids, roller skating rink. Uh, there's a BMX bike uh, show where they'll be doing flips and teaching the kids how to wheelie. There's also South to uh, Soul Flow Wheelie School out in Florida. They're actually bringing some motorcycles up and teaching people how to do uh, wheelies on motorcycles. They have like a big mattress on the back so you can't fall and hurt yourself. So it's going to be a big family fun day. The weather's supposed to be amazing. So if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets, and I can't wait to see you guys next Saturday. Yes, and w once again, man, uh, if you missed what I said, you know, due to scheduling conflicts in the programming lineup, the Black Effect, you know, podcast festival is going to be po postponed, you know, uh, until a later date. All right. <laughs> we, we, we're we looking forward to, you know, doing it right. So I just want to reiterate that, you know, uh, if you need updated festival information, including the new date, it'll be shared at www.blackeffect.com and via all Black Effect social media platforms and all tickets purchased uh, through Dice.fm will be automatically refunded. And please allow time for that to process. And all other purchases, please contact your point of sale. All right. Now, um, you got a positive note? Yes, the positive note is this. What God sends you will arrive in clarity, not confusion. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes. Real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. 
For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk, get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar 20. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrantz, palbociclib. Ibrantz 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. 